Good morning, everybody. Great uh, to see you. So good we can gather together to worship in Jesus' name. I want, uh, over this next period, as things begin to ease in this lockdown, for us to begin thinking about what will it mean to return from exile. We have been exiled uh, from gathered worship for over a year now. And uh, it's going to be some time yet before we can all gather together uh, and uh, in person uh, be back in the building that we usually worship the Lord together in. So what can we learn from the experiences of the children of Israel? What can we learn from the great exile that they went through? Of course, in Christ, we have the ultimate return from exile. He frees us uh, through an exodus like the people of Israel. He frees us uh, from the slavery of sin and death, and he returns us and brings us back into relationship with God. So there's an exodus and there's an exile we experience in and through our lovely Lord Jesus. We are rescued from sin and death and we are restored and reconciled and brought back into relationship with our God and Father. Uh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are. And it's so important we have our hearts and our lives right with the Lord. Of course, as well, there's a sense in which we are always living in exile. This world has been invaded by uh, the enemy of our souls, and this world is in many senses held hostage. We live in a hostile host empire. We are heavenly citizens, and uh, we are aliens and strangers and exiles in this world. We belong to the country that is heaven. We belong to God's new creation. And uh, while we are in this world, we are to give our lives to work for the kingdom of God to come in greater measure. Of course, throughout this pandemic, we've been exiled, uh, like I say, from our building, from our gathered worship. We cannot join together in person and express the praises of God. Uh, if we were to do so, we can only do that in very small numbers at this time, and we can only do that in very, very different ways uh, than we would normally do that. And of course, when the people of Israel returned from exile, things were different for them, as they will be different for us. Israel's return from exile was prophesied. Uh, we read from the prophet Jeremiah today, and he prophesied a return from exile, along with other uh, prophets. It was promised by God. They'd been taken away because of their rejection and because of their sinfulness, because of their idolatry. But they were promised that God would bring them back to their land. Under uh, Cyrus, it was permitted and they began to return and they planned and they prepared for it. And of course, uh, as lockdown is eased, uh, we will be permitted to begin gathering together and we need to plan and we need to prepare for it. 
Initially, we'll have to gather in smaller numbers and our missional communities will provide the best means to do that. But uh, we're looking forward to, we're longing for that day when once again, we can all gather together and praise the Lord together. Uh, of course, it may well be easier for us to do that outside rather than inside. We'll certainly be able to do that uh, hopefully quicker uh, outside than inside. Uh, but uh, we're some way off those things yet. Well, if we think about the passages we've read this morning, we started with the beginning uh, of Ezra's recollection of those that began to return. They returned and we will return. And uh, we need to keep reminding ourselves of that. And then in Jeremiah, we need to understand our responsibilities. God has brought every one of us to Wrexham. Now, some people like me were born here and be, began to uh, live our lives here, went somewhere else and have came, come back. But others have been brought here from other places. But uh, whatever your situation, you are in Wrexham at this time. The Lord has brought you here. It is in his plan and his purpose for you that you are in Wrexham. Uh, you are here for such a time as this, uh, for God's purpose. And one of the things we are always called to do is to pray for the peace, the prosperity, the welfare of Wrexham and its people. Because in their peace, in their prosperity, in their welfare is our peace and our prosperity and our welfare. So uh, as we have been doing and as we need to continue doing, we need to keep uh, praying for our town and our borough and our people. We need to keep serving um, them. We need to keep uh, releasing the peace of the Lord to them. We need to keep blessing them in Jesus' name. Our prayer and our service is as important now as it has ever been or ever will be. And this great word to the people of Israel through Jeremiah, God has a future and a hope uh, for Israel. God has a future and a hope for Christchurch. He had a good word for them and he has good words for us, for our blessing, for our benefit, to build us up, to empower us, to equip us and to do us good and to enable us to more effectively be his worshippers and his witnesses in this place. This great psalm, Psalm 126, that expresses the joy of the people as they return from exile, but also their longing that others would join them. Uh, there's an element of lament and longing, and I think that's true for us right now. There's so much to still lament over the state of the nation, the lost lives, and uh, so much that is uh, a, not according to the will of God in our own communities, uh, but also in our nation and across the nations of this world. But then there's also the longing uh, and the desires we have as life begins to return to some uh, kind of normality that we're used to. Lament and longing. And also their journey and our journey needs to be shaped by scripture and by the Holy Spirit. We need to know we are acting 
uh, on the, what God has said to us, uh, that we're walking in line with uh, the word of God and that we're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And an interesting thing, they talk here, don't they? Uh, their hearts are filled with laughter. We were like those that dream. You know, men and women in exile love to dream. And I don't know what you're dreaming about, what you're hoping for, what your heart's full of, what you're desiring as this lockdown increasingly opens up. And uh, as we begin to uh, change the way we do things as Christchurch, what are you longing for? What are you dreaming for? Uh, whatever uh, my experience in life has been, that often the things I dream of, the things I long for, the things I deeply desire, things don't always turn out exactly the way I anticipated or was hoping it was going to be. That was true for the people of Israel, and that might well be our experience too in this journey. Men in exile feed on dreams. Uh, let us be uh, making sure and let us exercise all of our hearts that we allow the Lord to shape our dreams and our longings and our desires. Uh, Israel one of the things they struggled with was uh, false prophets and uh, false dreams in their mix. We need to make sure we are uh, hearing from the Lord and followed him. Um, the Lord will do great things for us. The Lord has done great things for us, they say. The Lord has done great things in and through us as a people of God at Christchurch. And God will continue to do great things for us and through us. Of that, I am absolutely sure. And then this last little section of this psalm about sowing and reaping, sowing in tears and reaping with joy. Uh, I believe one of the things the Lord really wants to bring us back to is uh, uh, giving our lives and uh, making sure we focus on the harvest that is always around us. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 30, verse 5. And uh, what I'm looking for, what, one of the things I'm dreaming of, one of the things I'm looking for, one of the things I'm longing for and deeply desiring is that we would see more people come to know our Lord and Saviour as their personal Lord and Saviour. Let us be praying for, let us be preparing ourselves, and let us be making sure that we are active in our witness in these days. It was Ezra and Nehemiah, Nehemiah that uh, led the return from exile for Israel. Started through Ezra and uh, then carried on through Nehemiah. Ezra means God is my help, Yahweh my helper, and Nehemiah means Yahweh my comfort, God my comfort. God is our help and our comfort in this process. It was 70 years for Israel, and we are fast approaching 70 weeks uh, out of our building and uh, being unable to gather together as a people of God. Their return was gradual, and our return is likely to be gradual. They returned in three phases over the period of uh, 90 to 100 years. Now, I'm sure it won't take us that long, but it will take a little bit of time. Uh, one, the first thing will be as numbers allow. As we begin gathering indoors, it will be as numbers 
allow because social distancing will need to remain. But also it was people made the choice of if or when they returned and not everybody returned uh, from exile. And uh, of course, even as we gather now on uh, Zoom and online, not everybody has chosen or been able to join us. And uh, one of the things I don't know if you do, but one of the things I do every every week is I, I look through every little screen on uh, my big screen here to see who is joining us this day. And uh, I'll explain a little bit about that more in a moment. And I'm longing for the day when we can all be back together, when we can praise the Lord together. There's power in the public reading of scripture and there's power in the public praise and worship of the Lord. I know we're doing that as best we can in our own homes, but there are many different uh, distractions that go on around us in our homes. And uh, we're going to have to get used to being a gathered people in worship again. And uh, we'll think more about that as the weeks go on. If we go to the slide that uh, explains how they returned, uh, there's Ezra nearby, they, re they return, they rebuild, they restore. They rebuild, they begin to rebuild under that first return from exile with Ezra, they begin to rebuild the temple. There's a reconstruction and the foundations of the temple are relayed again. You can move on to the next slide, uh, Hugh. Thank you so much. And finally, under Nehemiah, they rebuild the walls. So there's something about reconstructing the spiritual life and the spiritual worship of the community of Israel that takes shape under Ezra. And then there's something about the wider structures of their community and their protection and their safety as a community that is reconstructed under Nehemiah. We will have to give attention to both the structures by which we operate under and the substance of what shapes us as the people of God at Christchurch. And uh, both were so, so important. So uh, first and foremost under Zerubbabel, uh, the prophet, and uh, uh, with Ezra leading uh, the way, they returned in 537 and built the foundation of the temple and then opposition came and they were stopped and it took uh, over 15 years to uh, complete that building process and then there was the process of reinstating the law and the patterns and rhythms of the worship in life of Israel and that's the second half of the book of Ezra that took place in 458 and 457 and then in 437 Nehemiah comes back and in those 52 days is it they rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem uh, a rebuilding a restoration and a return from exile now they rebuilt the temple but of course we are a temple of the Lord we are living stones in the temple and I look every week at those little living stones in those little screens on my screen and of course the stones in a building depict its shape they determine 
the structure. Of course, Christ is the cornerstone that holds it all together. But the different shape and style and substance of each stone affects what is possible through that building. And every one of us has an impact on the worship that flows forth through it through us so it's uh, so good to see when we gather together and when one of us is missing that worship is slightly different and uh, let's remember we all have such an important part to play in the spiritual uh, home the spiritual house that is Christchurch we are a spiritual temple living stones in that spiritual temple that dwelling place for the Lord in the spirit. Uh, Paul, uh, Peter talks about that in 1 Peter 2, and Paul talks about it in Ephesians 2, and many allusions to what God is doing, building amongst his people in the New Testament. And of course, they had to uh, restore their presence in Jerusalem. We have to restore our presence in and around Acton, in and around Acton Community Resource Centre. That will take uh, vision, that will take thought, that will take planning, that will take preparation, that will take effort. You know, they had passion, they had prayer, they had purpose, and they had perseverance. We're going to need all of those things in uh, spades and in abundance over these months to come. Uh, I know that lockdown has been hard and life has been difficult for so, so many. Uh, but I think uh, in returning is not going to be easy either. It's going to bring its challenges. It's going to bring its difficulties. It's going to bring things that we need to find solutions to and things to work through and understand. Their rhythm and their routine was uh, gradually restored and our rhythms and our uh, routines will need to be uh, restored. Uh, there are ministries and activities, there's mission work that uh, has not been able to go on because of lockdown and that's got to be uh, rebuilt, reset and restored and uh, there's important work ahead for all of us and I think one of the key things is so much of our effort, so much of our energy needs to go into uh, mission and outreach and evangelism uh, to uh, seek uh, to sow into and reap a harvest in our community and uh, there will need to be restoration for individuals as well as restoration for our community life uh, exile will have shaped us uh, this lockdown uh, this pandemic will have shaped us changed us affected it's affected the way we live. It's affected the way we think. It's affected the way we go about doing things. But also, good things will have come out of it. And there are good things that we can take forward. There are good things that we can incorporate into our ongoing life together as a people of God at Christchurch. Uh, Jesus reminds us that a good scribe, a good uh, scribe in the kingdom of God brings out things new and old from his storehouse. And as we move forward together, and as we return from this exile that we've been in, a forced exile from our celebratory life together in person, there are things new and old 
which we will need to incorporate together. But there are also things that we will need to shake off and let go of anything that's been unhelpful or a hindrance in these times and in these days. That will be different for each and every one of us as individuals, but there will be things we need to shake off as a community together as well. Let's just quickly look at the last slide, Hugh. We learn, we grow and become compassionate and generous as much through exile as homecoming, as much through loss as gain, as much through giving things away as in receiving what we believe to be our due. You know, we can learn from any and every experience in life. We can benefit from them. Don't forget, we love and we serve a God who is an expert at turning uh, what uh, bad things into uh, making it for our good. He can uh, move and shape and change and transform what the enemy intends for our evil. God can turn it around for our good and for our blessing and for our benefit. And I believe the enemy has sought to bring about much evil through these days of the pandemic and the lockdown. But our God is turning it and our God is using it for good, for our blessing and for our benefit. And ultimately, I believe, too, so that there will be a great and mighty harvest in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let us pray together, people. Father, we look to you. We ask for your wisdom. We ask for your strength. We ask that you would lead us and guide us in these days and in these months ahead as we begin to return from this exile that we have all experienced. Father, we thank you that that will bring joy to our hearts. Uh, but Father, we pray that we would be shaped by your word and led by your spirit, that uh, our dreams and our desires would be the dreams and desires that you are giving us, O oh Lord. So Holy Spirit, uh, touch each of our hearts afresh this day. Uh, equip and empower us. Uh, fill us with fresh hope, O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing good things in us and through us, and uh, that you have a future and a hope for us, Lord. Father, thank you that you are going to increase and multiply us in Jesus' name, in and through his mighty name we pray. Amen.